Oh, good evening, Patriots. It's Scott from Woke Societies. How's everyone doing tonight? I am pumped up. Beyond pumped up. It's the one-year celebration. I cannot believe it's been a year, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a crazy year. It's been a year that I will never forget. And I'm here to hang out with all of you. I needed the last three, four days to work out some family shit and uh, just need the time away. And uh, I'm here to do another year, guys, if you are here with me, for sure. So if you can right now, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Like, share, comment. Tell your friends and family we are the news now. So the chat, the chat boxes seem to be jacked up on all the Truth or Red Pill accounts. And uh, the chats freeze, they're not updating the viewers, the likes or anything, and I could already see it on my side, the chat's going super slow. This seems to be a new tactic that that YouTube's using on us. And uh, yeah, the battle continues, the battle goes on. So how's everyone doing? Everyone, let me know where you're coming from. we got a lot to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. It's probably going to go over an hour. I'll try to get it as get in, get in everything in an hour as much as I can, and all that good stuff. I'm going to introduce a new sponsor to everybody that I am super pumped to introduce to everybody and I'm uh, going to show you what they are offering and it's something that I am totally behind and I absolutely love and I'm sure you guys are going to love it too. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Let's bring that back down and all that good stuff. All right. Yeah, the chat seems to be working okay. Um, my viewer updates aren't updating, likes don't update, nothing's updating, so this is something new. And last time I did a uh, the live stream with Santa, um, when you go back to the replay, you can't see the live chat. And that's where links are distributed for, uh, for the shop, for Twitter, PayPal, and it's just something, who knows? Who knows, it's something else uh, that YouTube's doing. And it just, you know, we all think it's coordinated because it started happening to all of our channels within the same week. And I'm seeing it from uh, time and time again now. So it's whatever. What can you do? We'll have to just work around it like we've always been doing, right? So we're going to be talking about a whole ton of things. Obviously, the Q drops, all the breaking news and all that good stuff. So we're going to give everyone just a couple more minutes here. Let everybody uh, gather around. I don't know how many viewers are in right now because it's stuck at 50 on my end, so I can't see it. So how's everyone doing? I'm so happy from... California, Washington State, Indiana. Shout out to California. You guys are my biggest audience, surprisingly. My biggest audience. I don't know how that happened. I wish I was bigger in New York where I'm actually from, but hey, I'll take it. Love, love the support out in California. Gainesville, Georgia, Dallas, Texas. Great to see everybody here. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with me, everybody. This is a special show. It's not the actual, actual anniversary. It's two days from now, but I wanted to keep my live streams consistent. So it's almost a year. When I was nervous out back, if you guys saw the first video I ever did, I was out back on the uh, patio, walking around with my phone, nervous as all hell, shaking the video. And here we are at 37.5, yeah, 37,500. 37,000 subscribers, guys. It's great. Hey, the Kate Awakening. Hey, Kate. We're going to get her on the show very soon. Thanks for uh, stopping by, Kate. Appreciate that. We'll see who else hops in here. Glad to have everybody here. What's going on, everybody? ESO Creative. Yo, Scott made it on. Hey, man. It's, I don't know if that's Bruce or somebody else, but glad everyone's here. There are so many people here. Everyone's saying over 200. Let's get that up. That's going to continue to climb up and all that good stuff. So one more minute and we'll get the show on the road here. And first thing we're going to talk about is Karen. Going to show you not to be Karen, who to be Karen, what Karen is. And please don't be like Karen. We're going to have a good time with that tonight. So, all right. Thanks for joining in, everybody. Thanks for gathering around. I'm so happy that everyone's here. 
And uh, let's get the show started. As always, let's get the shameless plugs out of the way. Go to the YouTube slash WokeSocieties.com webpage where you can like, share, subscribe, tell all your friends about this channel. We are the news now. Let everyone know. You hit that like button, guys. It gets recommended to more people. This episode gets seen more. This live stream gets seen more and all that good stuff. If you want to go to the Patreon, go to my Patreon to become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, $12 a year for all of my hardcore diehard fans for that exclusive content, my bit shoot, my backup channel in case YouTube does take me down. Everything is going here, guys. So I keep imploring you. I have 37,000 subscribers on YouTube, guys. The BitChute link's down below. Go down there and subscribe to BitChute. Everything's ramping up right now as far as censorship. Please go there. God forbid the channel gets taken down here. There is a backup channel, and this is where I'll be posting. And, of course, always go to the WokeSocieties.com webpage where you can see the store. You can see all the cool Woke and Q swag that I got. And, guys, I have the Obama, hashtag Obamagate t-shirt. You went black. And, of course, I added, for all you ladies out there that have been asking, I now added a woman's v-neck that you can now buy so all that good stuff and my paypal link down below where you can always donate as a one-time gift and all that good stuff so thanks for joining everybody i'm so happy everyone's here let's look at something that i found very disturbing of course it's in new york this is staten island a lot of you probably saw this but i wanted to bring this up because it absolutely disgusts me these people remind me probably of the neighbors that are ratting on people the neighbors that are just being complete assholes in this whole entire lockdown thing. And I want to show this video here. This is this is disgusting. This woman here is walking around without a mask in a grocery store. This is somewhere in Staten Island. And she is completely, completely ganged up on by a bunch of shoppers who are wearing masks. And she literally gets pushed out of the store. Take a watch. <laughs> So you guys can hear the disgusting language that's being thrown at her by by the people that live in her community for simply not being a sheep, for simply not wearing a mask. And you see how people are treated. You see the division this has caused. It's funny because when we were in March, the masks weren't mandatory. And as the virus was getting better, it was on the decline. What happened? I know states like mine in New York, they require you to wear a mask almost anywhere you go, especially in New York City. And it's just gotten worse. So if the if COVID's getting better, why are the masks coming out? And it's just splitting, causing division, and it's just it's absolutely disgusting to see this. And as we all know, these are these people are what we call Karens now. Everyone knows who Karen is with the uh, the viral video that she had. So I'm gonna play you guys a funny video because I want people to understand. Don't be like Karen. Please be that that person that's shining light. Even if you're not wearing a mask, you wear a mask. There is no need to be completely just destroying somebody for not for for their political views. It's unbelievable and it's not even political views. It's their own body, right? You always hear my body, my rights. Your fear doesn't dictate my rights. So if you don't want to wear a mask, it is what it is. But let's watch this funny video on Karen and let it be a lesson to everybody and on after this I'll play the intro and I'll see you guys on the other side. Take a watch. person with a mask on everybody is here and nobody yeah oh my god that's what i'm saying oh my god look at all those people there's like 20 what the heck what are we doing today people here we have footage of a wild karen in its natural state full-on aggression oh this is just incredible to see on film would you look at that look at this oh and she's using her hind legs now to attack Unbelievable. Just pure aggression. This is why you should never approach Karen in the wild. Oh, she's retreating now. Incredible. Hi, everyone. I work for Costco, and I'm asking this member to put on a mask because that is our company policy. So either wear the mask. And I'm not doing it because I woke up in a free country. Have a great day. So you're going to take this car from me. Sir, have a great Full day. Full of stuff. You are no longer welcome here. What are you going to do, Karen? That's not my name. So get my name straight. Go ahead. I'll you okay, Karen? Tag. Go ahead. Get my tag. Go. Get my tag, Karen. My name is not Karen. So get my name straight. Get my tag. It's okay. Hey, 
This is just Grand Central Station. And nobody has masks here, as you can tell. I mean, nobody. I have a mask, but nobody else does. Where's our local Trader Joe's? That's not right at all. And he's too close, and that would make me uncomfortable, I'll tell you. Six feet apart when you talk to people. Hello? Yes, hello. This is Karen Kern. Yes, I'd like to make a report of some people not living in fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to go to work. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be like Karen. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring it dark to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Won't society spam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, yes. Don't be like Karen, guys. (laughs) There's Karens everywhere. But guess what? We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Everything's looking up on the bright side, and we're going to be staying positive. So I hope everyone enjoyed that video. And I did see there is a Karen in the chat, and I do apologize, Karen. I'm sure you are one of the nicer Karens out there. So thank you for that. It's so good to see everyone here. Beautiful. All right. So now... What I want to get into first, and then we'll get into the content, I want to introduce everybody right now, if they can now look. I am teaming up with a sponsor, and this is something that I find, this is a product that I can stand behind, and I am proud to represent, to have on the Woke Society's channel. They are called Flip City Magazine. And these guys, I'm telling you what, if you, everyone remembers Mad Magazine, right? This is pretty much... Um, some, these, these magazines I'm about to show you are literal pieces of art and they're pieces of work. This is a couple that are out of California that are making these satire magazines about the swamp, political figures, entertainers, and it's just pure, good, clean humor. And I'm going to show you guys real quick since I have it on the camera here. I want to make sure you guys can see what I see here. This, is their, this isn't the latest issue, but they sent me one. This is just the front cover. Now, I'm just going to open it up real quick. And then you see this? You see this PC? I'm going to put it on the camera. PC. Guaranteed PC free. Really, really good stuff. They make fun of everybody. And you guys can see here, they got Rosie O'Donnell here. They got Michael Moore. They got Oprah. They got Madonna here, Jim Carrey. And they even go after Fatten Oswald here, the Mr. Pedo down there. But they go after everybody, guys. And I just want to show you just one more picture here that I got. And if you guys can, can the mods right now, I gave you the links to Flip City for subscription. Send, put those links in the chat for me right now and check it out. Look, they go after everybody. We got Blackface, uh, Trudeau, LeBron James in China. We even got Epstein on here, guys. These are literal pieces of art. And what you're going to get here with the sponsorship, you're going to get, it's a, you can either do a one-year subs, uh, digital subscription, which is $10 for the entire year. Or, or which I'm going to tell you guys right now, you guys can go and get the $20 subscription. It's literally, there's only four magazines per year. Every quarter, there's a magazine that's printed. I got the magazine today in my hands, and I'm telling you what, it is absolutely worth the money. I don't read magazines, guys. I haven't read a magazine in years. I saw this thing in my hands, seeing it, feeling it. It is something that will make you laugh. It is something that everyone can enjoy. So I'm going to put it up on the screen. They are Spin City. I'm sorry, Flip City Magazine. My goodness. Flip City Magazine. America's Last Laugh. You guys can see here the description. The mods are going to put the link in below. This is just more of the things that are po- they, they poke fun at. This is just this is a one-man show, and I can appreciate that being a one-man show as far as myself. Um, as far as gathering content, I do get help with that, but they they are a duo. And it's something I want to get behind and support and just show you guys. So if you guys can all go to that link, go to their Twitter as well. It's in the description below. Go there and get the follows going. Okay. So 
if we can. And I also want to right now, actually, before we do that, I'm doing giveaways. If you guys want a magazine right now, go in the comments of the episode, put your Twitter handle or an email so we can contact you. I'm going to pick three people today. There's going to be three magazines that are going to be sent out. Put something in the comments so I can get back to you and we can get your address and all that good stuff right now. Put your Twitter handle, something, email in the comments below so I can, so someone can get some free magazines here. They're totally worth it. All right. So where do I want to start? Well, everyone knows we had a beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Shout out to all the soldiers, servicemen, everyone out there that protects our rights for our freedom, all that good stuff. Thank you. Um, we're a day past that, but just take a look here in Ocean City, Maryland, a packed boardwalk and not one person wearing a mask. Uh, this is from Peter Morley. He's obviously a clown. He said, this is what we get for having a president that refuses to wear a mask and encourage CDC guidance. Sadly, we'll all be back again inside again soon, which is pretty funny because we're not. And he does the Trump death toll 100K, which we all know is inflated and complete BS as usual. But you know what? For all these pundits and all these people, for the media steering this fear porn and just injecting it into us every single day. I want you guys to see this video here. This is a reporter. This is from MS, uh, MSNBC or MSDNC, what I, as our lovely leader Trump calls them, from the Daily Carter. And this is a reporter. It says, you can see here, nobody's wearing masks. So you can see the reporter here is wearing a mask and he's complaining about how no one in this area is wearing a mask. But the funny thing is, either is his camera crew and he gets called out. Let's take a watch here. So are the people there just not worried about it, Cal? Are they not worried about their own personal safety? I haven't met anybody who is. I met some folks actually from Lake Geneva who lived in the area. They were staying a few miles outside of town where I were. And they said they're worried about it. They're worried about that second spike. They're worried about folks coming in from Chicago. But they'll quickly add at the same time, this is a place that relies on that business. I think people here want a little bit more funding when it comes to these programs so that they could stay closed. But again, I think people felt like the Supreme Court made the decision here in Wisconsin that it was time to open up. But you can see here, just around. Nobody's wearing them. Nobody's, uh, there you go, including the cameraman. Yeah. Katie? Including the cameraman. He got called out. Striking images. Cal Perry. Cal, thank you very much. And Kathy Park. So she has nothing to say. He has nothing to say. He knows he just got wrecked on live television. But let's look at the camera view of the man that actually took the video. And let's see what he's talking about here. And they said they're worried about it. Look at that. No mask. No mask. Actually, yeah. There's three, there's four of them all together. One is not wearing a mask. Two, two are actually not wearing a mask. There he is. Including the cameraman. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Half your crew's not wearing. And. And there's the other one, not wearing a mask. So you guys get the point. You guys get the point. And it's just funny because we've seen this how many times? How many times have we seen this where you have the, the reporter wearing a full hazmat suit, but then there's a camera, there's a picture taken of the camera guy, and he's wearing shorts and a polo with no mask, no gloves, no nothing. But here we are being told that we have to wear masks and gloves everywhere we go. And meanwhile, the people that are actually peddling it, the people, the enemy of the people themselves are not doing it. And we've seen this in the White House press conferences. It's just funny to me. But again, we can blame the WHO. We can blame the CDC. All these corrupt organizations are to blame for this fear porn because that's where it started. It ultimately started in China, obviously. That's where the uh, virus originated from. But let's just take a look here because speaking of the WHO, I want to tr take a minute and just trash the WHO tonight. Who temporarily suspends trial of hydroxychloroquine over safety concerns? And this is an absolute joke. This is a obviously a medicine that we've known that's been around for 40 years, been known for 60 plus years. And the world, the world Health Organization is temporarily pausing test of the anti-malaria drug hydroxychloroquine as a coronavirus treatment in order to review safety concerns, the agency's director, General Tedros Adahan, said Monday. And why this matters, the decision comes after a retrospective review published in The Lancet found that the coronavirus patients who took hydroxychloroquine or its related drug chloroquine were most likely to die or develop an irregular heart rhythm that can lead to sudden cardiac death compared to those who did nothing. And they continue on to say that we're going to continue to pause and we just need to take hold and make sure that HCQ, 
does what it do- says it does, even though our own president has been taking it for weeks. And obviously, it has been done nothing that we can see as far as a negative side effect to him. And most people that I've talked to that's taken HTQ, guess what? It's cured them and it's actually prevented COVID. So here we are. Why is the WHO doing this? It's pretty funny. I don't know. I don't know, but check this out. Jordan Sather calls the WHO out on this and says hydroxychloroquine is on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines, the safest and most effective medicines needed in a health system. Yet the WHO is now suspending HCQ trials on COVID-19 over, quote, safety concerns. Reconcile that shit. And guess what? You can't reconcile it. You can't. There is nothing to explain that. We already know it's a cure. It's been used. It's being used by doctors all across the world. We've seen the international studies. It doesn't do enough damage to say it's a dangerous medicine. And don't get me wrong. There are minor cases where it's caused some harm to people, but not an overwhelming amount where no one's getting it all. It's too dangerous. But it's just funny that you see all this. And while that's all going on, there is a letter here from Congress urging the president to continue to halt the funding of the World Health Organization. And this was just today. As Mr. President, as members of the House Freedom Caucus, we believe that your decision to halt funding of the World Health Organization is appropriate and principled, and we urge you to continue this policy. And they give a whole bunch of reasons why and all that good stuff. No one is fooled. Everyone knows the WHO is in bed with the CCP, and it just gets even worse for the WHO as far as press because look what they want to do to Taiwan. This is from the Epic Times here, and I'm bringing this up because I just want to paint the full picture of corruption and the who and the who's who here. So we got Taiwan. This the, the article is titled "Taiwan's Denial of a Seat at Who Has Become Not Just a Political Concern but a, glo- but a Global One." And we're not going to get into the details of this article, but just the headline. Everyone remembers when the COVID was rampant. I still believe um, COVID nineteen was here, probably. November and December, I believe that's when it was actually here because me and a bunch of other people I know, we had very similar symptoms of this and we all thought it was a really bad flu. It came and went, but uh, we were not given the the correct timeline of when this virus is actually coming out. We know that's true because China was censoring their doctors. They were censoring their doctors and then mysteriously they all got COVID and then they died, right? But remember, who was the first one to blow the whistle for this whole COVID thing? It was actually Taiwan. They saw a disease popping up for them, and no one had blew the whistle on the COVID yet, but they were able to figure out with the time frame and the distance between China and Taiwan and that at the rate it was spreading, this disease was already out. This virus was already out, and it was spreading like wildfire, and they were the first ones to call this out and let the world know. And here we are. We have who here. Being the douchebags that they are, they're denying a seat to, to, uh, a seat at the who, of Taiwan and it's it's it just looks so bad on the who so what are they are they but is who I guess the World Health Organization they're either butt hurt and they don't want this going down I don't know but I still think it's bad press it's a really really bad look on the who so let me pull back here let me take a look that is the article oh what's the oh this is the mayor of Chicago okay yeah if you guys didn't see when it, if you guys don't know, Chicago and just the state of Michigan as a whole, it's a complete, on. Um, it's just chaos. It's unbelievable. But yeah, this was just something I, I didn't realize. It's that There's the uh, Chicago mayor there. Anyone wants to take out their garbage, do anything pretty much in the state, this is what you have to deal with. A tank in your face with the garbage. So want to throw that out there because we have so many, so many people that I come in contact here, um, this messaging me on, you know, direct messages, emails of how bad things are there. And yet we have... These mayors and these governors saying, or the attorney general saying, no, do not let, allow Trump into your businesses for not wearing a mask and all this other garbage. And what do we see? We just see more problems in this state and especially Chicago itself. And just over this past weekend, it's absolutely terrible from Briper. Over 40 shot, 10 fatally across Memorial Weekend in Chicago. And it was one of the worst one of the worst shootings in a long, long time. It says the first two fatal shootings of the weekend were discovered around 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. on Friday. And it goes into more details than that. But it was a really, really bad weekend for Chicago. And this still happened even under, even under the stay-at-home orders. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So wanted to get that out there. And I want to also bring up the story. This was brutal. 
and I want to show, I'm not going to show the video. Everyone saw the video of the 20 year old in the nursing home. Does that also happen in Michigan? What a surprise. New York, California, Michigan, I think you're competing for the worst state in the country right now. But a Michigan man, 20, charged in horrific beating of nursing home patient caught in video. I wanted to bring this up because if you, anyone that saw it, I'm not going to play it on the stream because it was hard for me to watch. I watched it twice and I couldn't watch it after that. It was the, there was an old, this 20 year old worker was trying to move a patient in a nursing home off the bed and he was just, he was punching him in the face over and over and over again to the point where he was bleeding out the side of his head. And this, this man here filmed himself doing it. And it caught like wildfire. Even Trump tweeted about it, calling out Michigan again and just, just completely shitting on them. But he was arrested. Jaden Hayden, 20, was charged Sunday in connection with the beating of a 75-year-old Norman Bledsoe at a Detroit nursing home. Hayden of, uh, I don't even want to try to pronounce that, was sharing a room that Bledsoe at the Westwood Nursing Center in Detroit. When he set up his cell phone in the room, it's alleged that Hayden severely attacked a defenseless man. It wasn't alleged. We all saw what happened, but he was arrested, and I just wanted to throw it out there because a lot of people were asking me updates on that, and I want to throw that out there. Just finishing up on the news from around the world, and we'll get into the Q post for the night. And this is great, guys. I love seeing this. This is from the New York Post, and the Hong Kong protesters are back at it. They, they, they emerged probably a couple months ago. We didn't hear much from them. Again, mostly because of the lockdowns, but they are out in force again. And the Hong Kong police, they're firing tear gas, water cannon at protest, uh, protesters, and swamp, swamp streets. So it says here, Hong Kong police fired tear gas and a water cannon as thousands took to the streets Sunday as controversial new security laws from China aimed at crushing the protest sparked the most intense clashes in months. Crowds of pro-democracy demonstrators dressed in black ga gathered in a popular shopping district chanting slogans such as Stand with Hong Kong, Liberate Hong Kong, and Revelation of Our Times. The protest did not receive official authorization, not that it would anyways, and, bro and broke local coronavirus social distancing restrictions, which banned groups of more than eight people in more than an eight people meeting. Police raised blue flags, warning protesters to disperse before firing multiple rounds of tear gas and firing from a water cannon. And we can actually see that occurring here. We can see it in the video real quick. So you guys get the point. These these people are fighting for for their rights, for their literally their lives. Because remember, there was a law that was passed by Hong Kong. I don't even know if it's still in the air or it was shot down or it's still up to pass. But literally, it was about extradition laws that can literally send any Hong Kong citizen to China for any crime. And those people just disappear. They just disappear. It could be the littlest thing they post on Facebook on something on their phone, police show up to your house, they take your wife, daughter, son, child, whatever it is, and they go bye-bye and you never see them again. This is still, they are still protesting. It's been over a year and they're back at it and they're still they're still facing police forces, riots, riot gear, tear gas. They're in the fight. And that's why anytime I can, I want to show them and just get any kind of support behind them. Q has talked about them multiple times. It's just great to see. So what I want to transition to we are hearing our fearless leader talking about Joe Scarborough and the uh, the intern that just you know died by accident in his office. Now this was I wasn't woke yet. I didn't follow politics or any of this, so I was trying to catch up on what the story was about. And this article here is from November 29, twenty seventeen, and I'm bringing it up because Trump keeps talking about in tweets he's bringing up a cold case and he's he's calling for I don't know if he's calling for an investigation, but he keeps tweeting about this. And remember. Joe Scarborough and Mika, I think it's from MSNBC, I, I, whatever, whatever outlet it is, it's Morning Joe and Morning Mika, right? We heard Morning Mika bitching about um, on Twitter that to Jack that they want to, they should be taking Donald Trump's Twitter account down. These are the people that we're talking about. And I played the video that got cued of Trump Jr. showing her the book, the book he wrote called Triggered, which was absolutely fantastic. But in case anyone doesn't know what the story is about, I want to catch everybody up on it as well because I didn't know. 
Um, this is from True Pundit, and it's a flashback. Evidence shows foul play likely in Scarborough aid's suspicious death in his congressional office. So let's take a read on this. Many Americans probably have forgotten or never knew that a 28-year-old female staff member was found dead in the summer of 2001 in the office of U.S. Rep. Joe Scarborough. Officials in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, determined that Lori Klausitis, Klausitis died from an accident. The mainstream press largely ignored the case, but our re- review of several investigative reports indicates the official finding is highly questionable. Why should we doubt the finding of an accidental death in the Lori Klausitis case? Here are several reasons, and they list them. The nature of the head trauma does not suggest an accidental death. According to a report from the American Politics Journal, Dr. Michael Berkland, medical examiner, determined that Klausis had an undiagnosed cardiac arrhythmia that caused her to faint and hit her head on the desk in Scarborough's office. The fainting story does not add up. What is the likelihood that an that apparently a healthy woman who ran marathons would faint and hit her head on the desk in such a way that would cause death? It's pretty unlikely. Our research indicates reports. So, of course, the Twitter army that we are, the Anons, we all rallied and we are just blasting these people with memes. We're letting them know. And Trump is, has tweeted now, I think, two or three days in a row about this. I wanted to catch up on this and see what this was all about, but it sounds pretty sketchy. And Trump is calling for pretty much saying there should be an investigation to all this and to see what the hell is going on. It's a cold case and the facts just don't add up. So this is something just to keep an eye on. Don't, definitely something to keep an eye on for sure. But the crazy thing is, actually, before I go to the next story here, if everyone can, right, um, the mods, put the link again to to our sponsor here. Uh, do it for, yeah, the Flip City link. Put it in the descript- uh, in the uh, chat. And if everyone can, again, for the uh, giveaways, right now, not in the chat, go in the comments on the actual episode. Put your Twitter handle or email for the giveaway so I can send, pick and send you a magazine. All right, let's get back to it here. Where were we? Okay. So where I want to get back here. Now, I just talked about how Mika, the wife of Joe Scarborough here, she actually called, she said she called Twitter and wanted to talk to Jack personally about having Donald Trump, Donald Trump's Twitter taken down. That obviously didn't happen. He can't do that. But the, the timing of what I'm about to show you is very questionable. Take a look at this. This is from Breaking 911. For the first time, Twitter labels fact-checked notifications on tweets from President Donald Trump. This, I tweeted about this myself. I said this is a declaration of war. We are in the middle of an information war for sure, but this, to me, is almost crossing that line. Um, You can see here on the tweet, Trump is talking about the mail-in ballots and the corruption of the mail-in ballots, and obviously we know it's corrupt. And what you're seeing here on the screen is the new rollout of an explanation point that says get the facts about mail-in ballots and you can see it here below on his next tweet now this is the first time that i've seen this and again this this was breaking news so i don't know what's going to happen i don't know if this is going to be applied to literally everybody or just world leaders but in my opinion guys you're going you see it on all of our record episodes and live streams on youtube right now you see on the window where it says the wikipedia definition of what QAnon is right it says the far right conspiracy theory that Donald Trump and his and, the, and his followers are battling a, a, a satanic satanic deep state, whatever the whatever it is. But it paints us as all crazy, racist, whatever whatever they want to call us. Right? To me, that is what they are doing. They are already they are trying to pre-program people's minds to not look at the content itself, but to try to change people's opinions before they even look at the information to try to steer people away. We are in May now, almost June. It's only going to get worse from here on out, Patriots, as far as the censorship. We are in the biggest election year. This movement, this window for this movement is very short. This right now is bigger than 2016, and it needs to be shown. And anybody that has a Twitter, I don't care if it's a small or large account, you need to get the memes. You need to get the right information. Get it from me, whoever you love to follow. There's so many other channels out there that we all have our different spin, our unique um, characteristics and all that good stuff. So get out there. And if you want to start a channel, let's start a channel, start a podcast. Now is the best time to do it. All right. So just a couple more story. This one last story here, and we'll get into the, get into the Q drops. This was great to see. This was actually published five hours ago. This is from Fox news. Grinnell declassifies slew of Russia probe files as Ratcliffe takes helm as DNI. And everyone knows Grinnell was just an interim, um, interim guy trying to declassing the information that we've all been waiting 
for it, and he went on a complete fire sale. He didn't even go fire sale. He went completely crazy, dropping documents left and right, and we got some amazing, amazing D-class documents on the whole Russia scandal. But now... He's leaving a present behind for Ratcliffe, the actual DNI that's coming in here. He was sworn in today. So let's take a read here. Richard Grinnell has declassified a new batch of Russia probe documents on his way out as acting director of national intelligence, leaving the decision of whether to make those files public up to newly sworn in director John Ratcliffe. The documents include transcripts of phone calls that then incoming national security advisor Michael Flynn and then Russia ambassador Sergei Kislyak had in December 2016 during the presidential transition period. Grenell had said publicly last week that he was in the process of declassifying those of those files after House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff, California, asked that he do so. And Fox News has learned that the declassification review of those transcripts is now complete and will be left up to Ratcliffe on whether to release them publicly. I don't have anything saying for sure that he's going to, but from what I'm hearing, he is going to show these documents to the public, which he should. But guys, how awesome is Grinnell? He is, it, I, I started following him uh, probably about three weeks ago. He is getting destroyed by his colleagues in Congress, government officials. So many people are attacking him, and that is a good sign because you know he's over target, and a lot of people are upset that he just dropped all these documents, and now the public knows what, what exactly is going on. The redactions are gone. So Grinnell here, he left a, a, a care package for the new incoming DNI, which is going to be Ratcliffe, and who knows, maybe we'll see those first thing tomorrow morning, and we'll have a whole new show for you guys. So that is amazing. We'll have to wait and see and check on that. All right. Now what everyone's been waiting for. The new Q. New Q drops. And thankfully, Q did not drop today. Gave me a break to catch up on everything, which is good. But we're going to start with 4308. And everyone can real quick, just real quick, I'm going to come back to the chat here. Everything's good. Audio's good. The chat looks like it is going perfect. There is no trolls. My mods are doing an excellent job. If everyone can, I don't know what the viewer count is. It's I'm still stuck on 50. Hit that like button, comment, share, tell your friends and family about this channel right now. Get the news out and hit that like button. All right, let's go back to the keyboards here, and we're going to start with 4308. Mainstream media, it's our job to control what people think. Q says worth remembering, and we got a link here to a tweet. And who? this is who we were talking about before. This is Mika and Joe Scarborough, husband and wife, talking about that it's their job to make sure to control what people think. And this, this clip should open every American's eyes. I think that the dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah, if you look at that is if our you, job. Yeah, if you look at that is our job. And just like when Joe Biden said his racist on his racist rant about you ain't black, we saw a real piece, a real a real statement that wasn't unfiltered. You heard what she said. It's our job to control what people think. And that is the tr that is so true. That is the biggest truth biggest truth bomb I've heard come out of any mainstream outlet before. Because that's exactly what they're trying to do. And she said it right on national television. And Q is letting us know. This is worth remembering. This is what the mainstream media's job is. It's our job to control what people think. Unreal. 4309. Ambassador Maria Yovanovich, monitor communications of U.S. journalists in the Ukraine. And here we have a link to a Fox News article also with a screenshot from a previous Q drop, 3373. And it's talking about surveillance of reporters Sarah Carter and John Solomon terminated. It says, serve of SC slash JS terminated, sleep well. And it looks like whoever was monitoring these people, Q and their operations took them out and they were no longer able to do it, but they were still doing this. And again, Q is saying worth remembering soon. And let's just go to that Fox article here. 
And it's talking about Nunez to ask State Department about strange and irregular requests to monitor U.S. journalists in Ukraine. And let's take a read here. It says, Representative Devin Nunez of California said Wednesday that he intends to ask the State Department for more information about strange and irregular requests allegedly made by ousted U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, Maria Yovanovitch, to monitor the communications of U.S. journalists in the country. Nunez, the top Republican in the House Intelligence Committee, said on Fox News Kennedy that he's looking to ask Yovanovitch during her scheduled testimony Friday about her alleged efforts to monitor reporters. Now, why would they be monitoring reporters? Are they trying to get inside information? And that's exactly what they're probably doing. We're going to find out more about this later on. But again, Nunes said, what I've heard, and I want to be clear, there's a difference. What I've heard is that there were strange requests, irregular requests to monitor not just one journalist, but multiple journalists. Nunes told host Sean Hannity, now perhaps that was okay. Perhaps there was some reason for that, that it can be explained away, but that's what we know and that's what we're going to be looking be looking into. So this is pretty much Nunes doing his due diligence. It could end up being nothing, but as we know, the only nothing burgers that came out of this whole thing were Mueller's report. So everything else on the opposite end of that has turned out to be something. So I'm sure we're going to be finding more information as, as the weeks and days go on. But it, it just reminds me, of all this with with Nunez, let me just take a look here to see what we got here on the next Q drop. Remember that Q was reminding us that with these unmasking attempts, they go further back than when we thought. They looked at Ivanka. They looked at other Trump family members. They looked into financial records. They got in way deep. We know they illegally unmasked Flynn. But remember when Q was talking about that wasn't just Trump that was being monitored. Remember, Q mentioned Ted Cruz at some point that he was also being spied on. So I'm almost positive what we're going to be seeing in the coming weeks, more people, it wasn't just Trump because no one took Trump seriously. I mean, I didn't. Maybe maybe everyone that was watching and paying attention did. Obviously, he won the election, but this is way before I was woke. I couldn't even stand Trump at the moment. But either way, seeing this, it just reminded me we're going to be seeing probably more names that are going to shock us of who... Obama and all his his entire cabinet was spying on, and it's it's going to get worse from here on out. Next Q drop forty three ten. Welcome to the shadow presidency of Barack H. Obama. I'm not going to read this entire thing, but pretty much this is just talking about more of how Obama was still tracking and still trying to do his um, what he set out to do as a president after his presidency and how he was pushing those policies. It says here, this is a quote here from The Intercept, the heads of the Pentagon and the nation's intelligence community have recommended to President Obama that the director of National Security Agency, Adam Michael S. Rogers, be removed. The recommendation delivered to the White House last month was made by Defense Secretary Ashton B. Carter and Director of National Intelligence, James R. Clapper, according to several U.S. officials familiar with the matter. How do you circumvent the shadow intel community? So let's take a look. Q points us here to The Intercept. And this article is from December 4, 2017. It says, Trump White House weighing plans for private spies to counter deep state enemies. And it says here, Trump administration is considering a set of proposals developed by Blackwater founder Eric Prince and a retired CIA officer with assistance from Oliver North, a key figure to the Iran-Contra scandal, to provide CIA Director Mike Pompeo in the White House with a global private spy network that would circumvent official U.S. intelligence agencies, according to several current and former U.S. intelligence officials and other familiar with the proposals. So this was amazing. This is something I didn't realize. Maybe a lot of you did already, but I'm still catching up on all this stuff. Trump, he knew what was going on. He knew he was being spied on. He was calling this out for years and no one believed him. And Anon's day, we've known for a long time, but no one, no one believed him. No one in the mainstream believed him, obviously, and he was getting torched for it, right? But he knew what was going on. So Trump made his own his own spy ring that he trusted with ex CIA officers and people from the black from black uh, the Blackwater contractors who ran special intelligence operations. He has his own team that he used to circumvent the CIA, and the CIA didn't like it because obviously they weren't able to spy anymore. They were getting around it, and obviously. We know the operation with QAnon, that is their back channel to send all of us patriots here information with the work of the Anons and the Autists, all those amazing geniuses that we see on the cue boards. They are completely reinventing how information is disseminated and given to the public. And here we are. This is the movement. So Trump, he's always thinking five, ten steps ahead. And now here we are. But Q is just reminding of this, of how this went down. And they say here, 
one. Let me get back here. Impeachment articles delivered to Senate held China phase one USA clawback deal signed first COVID-19 case landed Seattle all assets deployed again. Q just pointing out the coincidence of the January 15th date of when all these major events happen. How did it happen on the same day? When by any means necessary, everything's at stake. Welcome to the shadow presidency of Barack H. Obama. And as we're going to see here in these next few drops, it literally means shadow presidency. Barack Obama was conducting tours of Europe, almost trailing Trump and still trying to carry out his policies and do his dirty work behind the scenes, as we're going to see here in 4311. Shadow diplomacy, John Kerry's meeting with Iranians in Paris, including Kamal Karazi. And again, Q is pointing out saying, welcome to the shadow presidency of Hussein Obama. And I want to show people this article right here. This this is from a Gateway Pundit article from May 13, 2018, talking about how photos are emerging of Iranian officials who met secretly with John Kerry in Paris on Saturday. One is identified. And this, this again, Trump's already president. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Trump is already the president. And we have John Kerry in Iran still trying to carry out Obama-era deals going on behind his back. And this is what it's mainly about. So after the news broke last week about Devin Nunez, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, called on G-Men to arrest John Kerry for his treasonous acts. Kerry was working against the Trump administration to salvage the Iranian nuclear deal, which we all know was one of the biggest reasons why Obama was going after Michael Flynn, because he knew that deal was trash. It was not good for this country. And Flynn was a threat. Last week, President Trump withdrew from the sham Iranian nuclear deal. President Trump knew the deal with the Iranian mullahs was not working, and several leading officials have called on the Sessions, on, on the Sessions, Sessions <laughs> DOJ to prosecute John Kerry for violations against the Logan Act. And this is a picture of him right here. And the man that he was meeting with is right here. And a better picture of him is this guy. He is His name is Kamal Karazi. He's an Iranian politician and diplomat who was the Minister of Foreign Affairs from August 20th, 97 to 2005. And he was also in the military right here. He has been a top Iranian official since the 1979 revolution that took down the Shah. So you literally have, ladies and gentlemen, you still have an ex-president operating operations to carry out his deals, his dealings while the president is in his office. This is why people are saying this makes Watergate look like child's play. But it gets even worse. We're going to see it in these next few drops. 4312, how is it possible the source country of the virus minus Wuhan was on lockdown for only 16 days? And we're going to see here, this is again, the basic level of practical knowledge and judgment that we all need to help us live isn't, let me try that one again, that we all need to help us live in a reasonable and safe way. And again, this is a dictionary definition of common sense. And we all know if Wuhan was locked down for only 16 days, why the hell is the United States locked down now for going on over three months? Common sense, right? 4313, Barack Obama's weaponization of government. And again, this is a link here to a Forbes magazine article. It says worth remembering. And again, this gives a summary of how Obama weaponized the government. It is a long article talking about from the Patriot Act and pretty much how he didn't need approval from Congress or really anybody because he was the government. He was creating super, I guess, um, I don't know what you would call it, but just, just installing government overreach, complete government overreach, and just installing these programs, these complex programs that, you know, he was turning the IRS against us. He was going after um, Republicans with the IRS. They were being, they were being uh, challenged through Obama, through the IRS. There was a whole bunch of stuff going on. Don't have enough time to get into all of it, so I just want to show that there. But again, Q is saying worth remembering. 4314 says Obama shadowed Trump's travels around the globe, meeting with foreign leaders before and after Trump. Now, this is where the shadow presidency literally takes its meaning. There is a link here to The Guardian, and this is crazy. Trump debuts in Europe as Obama returns to stir nostalgia for the old days. So you literally have Donald Trump here. He's making his European debut as U.S. president. This week, just as his predecessor, Barack Obama, returns the continent for his first visit since relinquishing the White House in January. So what are the chances that Trump is going on a European tour to talk about policies, peace? Literally, Obama is there at the same time, and it's his first time back to Europe since his presidency. What are the coinc- what coincidental, right? 
While apparently unintentional, the coinciding visits served to highlight Europe's radically different view of the two men. A Pew Research Center survey last June found 77% of Europeans had confidence in Obama. And again, you have to remember this is The Guardian. The contrast will come into sharp focus on Thursday when the current and former presidents had parallel public engagements in Europe, providing a split-screen comparison between their extreme differences. So you literally have Obama tailing almost Trump on his European tour. Crazy. So what was he actually doing besides the talks that he was just, you know, publicly made aware of? There was definitely dealings going behind his back. And we're going to see here in 43-15, Obama met world leaders in India and China after Trump's visit. And we have another example of this. Another example. So you have Trump here make, made his visits to China and India. And not only a few weeks later, President Obama is coming right behind him to talk about what? Well, President Xi Jinping and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, during an upcoming visit to the two countries where he's scheduled to speak at various summits, Mr. Obama is scheduled to make first stop in China and then India before flying back to Paris, a spokesperson for the former president told The Hill. The overseas trip was first reported by the Times of India last week, which noted that Mr. Obama will be attending an Obama Foundation event in December. So just more details, more details emerging that why was Obama literally, if Trump would go to Europe or China, he would go there first. And then you literally have Obama either the same time or weeks, just weeks before coming in and swooping, talking to those same governmental leaders, same country leaders. What were they talking about? We know Five Eyes existed. We know this spy, this spy circle that was spying on Trump wasn't just domestic. It was completely international, too. So I'm sure I'm sure those details were trying to that plan was still trying to be carried out. And Obama was still trying to run his presidency in the shadows, as Q is pointing out here. 4317, how the Democratic Party, DNC, and mainstream media calm the people. It says, how do you change the narrative if facts are not on your side? How do you calm the people? Form Congressional Black Caucus 71. Recruit and control black community leaders. Net worth each. Alter, change, modify history in classrooms. Democratic Party history. Use corporate DNC media to push con. Use one, two, three, and four to drive echo chamber false idiotic narrative. Bad pro-slavery Dems switch to our party and good anti-slavery switch to D party. Welcome to the D party. And I'm going to show you this video here. Great video. Just talking about the history let me see here. There it is. Talking about the history of the Democratic Party. I'm going to play this here for you. Take a watch. Since its founding in 1829, the Democratic Party has fought against every major civil rights initiative and has a long history of discrimination. The Democratic Party defended slavery, started the Civil War, opposed Reconstruction, founded the Ku Klux Klan, imposed segregation, perpetrated lynchings, and fought against the Civil Rights Acts of the 1950s and 1960s. In contrast, the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an anti-slavery party. Its mission was to stop the spread of slavery into the new Western territories with the aim of abolishing it entirely. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that... We get a real history lesson, and this is not history that's taught in the books. And I'm actually going to be taking a new. Um, there's a history. There is a history. I guess a history program that's made by this woman who I'm going to try to get on the show, and it teaches the real history of our country, especially African Americans, and how it's completely misinterpreted um, of exactly what happened to them. But again, this is just a tactic that Kiwi's pointing out that the Democratic Party is using and has always used this race card and we saw it with joe biden that's why i made him the, on the cover with the thumbnail saying you ain't black if you don't vote democrat right if you don't vote for me if you vote for trump you ain't black again this is who they pander to 4318 only when information truth becomes free uncontrolled will people awaken only when information truth becomes free uncontrolled will people awaken the levers of control placed upon them only then will people find the will to change only then will people regain control and power and we know ladies and gentlemen we are waiting for this censorship to stop because if we ever got on a playing field with the liberal social media we would absolutely take over and destroy them it would be bad so 4319 msndc is dead nobody is buying what you're peddling selling any longer the msndc is dead so let's take a look here at this tweet this is from katie k and this is from talking about this headline is brutal, but it's also accurate. 
on a weekend dedicated to War Dead. Trump tweets insults talking about it's a picture of him golfing. Let me just text my wife real quick. Uh, stop. Okay. My son is throwing blocks against the door in the bedroom, and I can hear it. So, yeah, we have we, this again, talking about how Trump is playing golf, right? Playing golf on Memorial Day doesn't care about people, doesn't care about the 100,000 that are dying, right? We're going to see something pretty hypocritical here. No one believes him. And here we are. Let me see. This was the video here. Yes, let's talk about Michelle Obama here. On Saturday, former President Barack Obama went golfing at the Robert Trent Jones Country Club in suburban Virginia. He's a member there. Obama was driven to the course about 40 miles from his home in the District of Columbia by a government chauffeur. Here's a picture of it from Politico. If you look, you can see that Obama is clearly enjoying himself. And honestly, why wouldn't he be? It's beautiful out on the links and airy. You'll notice there aren't many people around, and that's because both Virginia and Washington, D.C. are still under quarantine. Everybody else is locked at home, as they have been for more than a month, but not former President Obama. For him, golfing at his country club was an essential activity. Now, two days later, after this picture was taken, the beleaguered residents of Washington, D.C. began to receive a public service announcement on their phones. The message had been recorded at the request of the D.C. government by Barack Obama's wife, the former First Lady, Michelle Obama. Here's what the message said. Remember, we urge you to stay home except if you need essential health care, essential food or supplies, or to go to your essential job. Stay home except for essential health care, essential food, essential jobs. That is Michelle Obama's message to you. It didn't seem to occur to her that those standards might also apply to her family. And that's why she didn't mention essential trips to your country club. So, wow. Right, guys? You can see. You can see the hypocrisy. We have the media talking about Trump golfing on his golfing in one of his uh, resorts that he's at on Memorial Day. Doesn't care about the country, doesn't care about this, doesn't care about that. And then we have Obama, who is also golfing on a Saturday, nonetheless, on a Saturday, doing the same exact thing. Unreal. And I put it, I put the uh, Q, the Q cat out there saying, we, Q sent us and nobody believes you anymore. Literally, no one believes you anymore besides your little following that you have that's dying every day. And people like that are coming to channels like mine and many others. Let's continue. Last three here, 4320, is this about the virus or the election? And again, uh, talking about fear not, all will be right after the election. Here we are, not all will be right after Durham. Talking about once the information on Durham is out and the arrests are made, not everyone's going to be okay. And we know that a lot of people are going to be upset, but that's what we're here for, to catch all these people and to red pill and not even red pill, but just be here for them because some people are going to be very upset. But Q is quelling until the Democrats steal the election. What the F does the election have to do with the, with justice? And again, Q put a link here to a Webster, a Marion Dictionary Webster to the word sarcasm saying reread drops COVID-19 virus in the election. Last line should clarify, is this about the virus or the election? So Q is just pointing out some simple sarcasm and not to freak out. 4321, the original Anons were referred to as Audist, a compliment to their cognitive abilities. And an Anon wrote, I'm sorry you had to explain that. This board isn't what it was. And Q wrote, popularity growth drives general non-autistic expansion. The hive mind is alive and well. And this is just talking about, um, I think it was Jim Watkins that was on with Red Pill and Methods. And he was talking about the amount of traffic um, that comes to their site. And it's, it's millions. It's millions, and I'm on the boards too. I don't post on the boards. I just love to watch these people think and what they drop. It's absolutely hilarious, and they're just brilliant people. But the more people that go there, Q's just pointing out, don't be sorry to that Anon. The boards obviously aren't what they were, but that's actually a good thing. More new eyes, more new, eyes, more, uh, new people are coming to it, and that's that. Last drop, 4322, instrument landing system approach looks good. ILS approach looks good, and an Anon wrote, damn right, Q, we're on course and a glide path. Anons are on it. And ILS just means it's something to do with the plane landing. If they don't have instruments, they use lights, and depending on the color of lights, it's going to tell them if they crash, if they're good, or they need to go up or lower, all that good stuff. 
And Q is just saying we are making an approach and everything looks good. So that's what we have, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the content for the show. If my mods can right now, add the link, add the link for Flip City. Put it in the subscription. If everyone can right now, this is the last call out for the giveaway. Put your Twitter handle, email, not in the chat. Don't put it in the chat. I won't get it in the chat. Put it in the comments right now. And this will be the final call for the giveaway for those magazines. So I don't know how many people are in the chat. It still says 50 on my end. If everyone can give a like, share, comment, tell everyone. That is the show tonight. And I'm glad and I hope everyone had a good time. We had a lot to cover and I just got it in at nine o'clock. So there we go. There we go. So I hope everybody enjoyed their Memorial Day. Mine was kind of eh. Didn't really have any friends to... uh, hang out with obviously everyone's kind of spread out everyone's kind of doing their social distancing thing but just want to give a shout out i don't know if my wife's listening i want to give a shout out to my wife first she's the one that holds this all together she holds my son (laughs) she keeps my son on lockdown so i can record and there is so much that happens behind the scenes guys as far as researching and putting these shows together and she is my rock she's been there for me and she holds it down so i can provide the show to you guys and all that good stuff so want to thank her first and foremost for everything that she's done for me and all that stuff so and again i want to thank everyone here i wanted a thousand subscribers by last december and here we are almost into june and we're at thirty-seven thousand five hundred. my mind's still blown away i've met so many amazing people along the way this is this is a this is a family of patriots And I am so glad to be here for this battle, for this war, this information war that we're in. And I just want to say thank you to everyone that's out there now. You are beyond appreciated. Just listening to me and hitting that like button is more more than enough for the support to show me. So I just want to thank you all that are still out there. And just thank you for everybody that's been there, especially since the beginning. This has only been a year, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine what we're going to do in another year. I would love to hit 100,000. That's my goal. We gotta be very careful because right now, I feel like we're all we're all walking on landmines with social media. But if this channel ever goes down, I will recreate it. I'll have backup channels. I have my website where all the episodes are uploaded, so you have audio files. They won't get rid of me completely, but all that good stuff. F and Doctor. Oh man, missed it. Been crazy busy, guys. Miss you all. Thanks for stopping in, Doc. And again, I want to give a special out, special shout out to Thinking Anon. Some of you might know his real name. I won't put it out there, but I came across Thinking Anon probably about a month or two into the show. And he gave me a simple comment about rendering something rendering with my voice being not being delayed. My voice wasn't coming through as it was shown on the video. And I took his advice and we started messaging on Facebook Messenger and we, we sprouted this amazing friendship over the internet. And he has been here since the beginning. He's given me articles. He's helped me mod. He, he helps me make some of the big decisions that I have for this channel. And uh, he is almost a mentor to me. And just wanted to just thank you, man. Just thank you for being there. Thank you for always uh, keeping me, keeping my head straight on the days that I needed it. And just thank you, man. Got to say thank you. He's here. He's one of the mods. You'll see him. He's the hammer. <laughs> so... The Brooklyn Way, thank you. I don't know if Kate's still here, but Kate, we're going to get you on the show. It's going to be a great show. Uh, the Kate Awakening, she was originally, Kate Awakening, guys, was originally supposed to be on tonight, but uh, some things I wanted, I just, I didn't even realize it was the one year anniversary for the show, so I was like, crap. She was cool enough to reschedule, so we're going to have her sometime in June. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great time. So she has an excellent channel. You guys can go subscribe there too. I don't know if she's still here, but if not, it's fine. She stopped by, so that's all that matters. She said, what's up? All right. So I'm going to hang out just for another minute or two. And uh, we'll end the show tonight. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for everyone that's that's out there. People are saying no, no comment section. I don't know how that's how that's possible. Well, either way, if you guys want to throw your emails or Twitters in the chat, I'll, I'll go back on the replay and watch on the chat and just pick three out. So it's all good. It's all good. So yes, we have a lot in store, guys. You're going to see, you're going to be seeing 
Flip City, you're gonna be seeing uh, two other sponsors down the road that I'm going to link up with. And again, these are products that I stand behind and something that I actually use myself. So you guys are gonna see it. So just be prepared. Call me a patriot, I can give two shits. Give two shits, man. You can easily unsubscribe and see you later. We're all trying to help small businesses here and your guys, every time you buy a product from Oak Societies, you're actually helping three local businesses all together between the t-shirts and what my brother makes. You're helping local business and anybody that I'm sponsoring with, you're also helping local small business. So fantastic. So yeah, I guess if you guys, I don't know why you're not seeing a comment section, but it's okay. Um, throw it in the chat, throw it in the chat. So that is the one year anniversary show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for being here. Let me get my shameless plugs out of the way and then we'll wrap up the show tonight. So if you all can right now, go to the YouTube Oak Society's channel, like, share, comment, tell your friends and family. We are the news now. Go to the Patreon. If you want to up your fandom, go to the BitChute for my backup channel. And of course, my Woke Society's shop and the store link is in the Woke I forgot to add the WokeSocieties.com webpage, but it's okay. My podcasting platforms are there. My products are there. And my PayPal is there as well for one-time gifts and all that good stuff. And you guys know, you guys know, stay safe, stay warm. As I always like to say, stay woke. Have a good night, everybody.